0: Hi, I'm Walter Hallam, and you're listening today to the Walter Hallam Ministries podcast. Get ready to receive a powerful word from God today. The Holy Ghost is telling me, guard your words. Guard your words. Declare the will of God. Speak the will of God. Declare that dream and that vision that you have. Let it come to pass. Speak it out. When I see that in the scripture, I begin to understand how when you begin to study just the number 20 itself in the Scriptures, just in the Scriptures, you begin to see how God used it as a number that He would signify deliverance. He would signify uh, the fulfillment of His promises. There are many places in the Scripture, it's used 117 different times, you're not going to get all those this morning, it's used 117 different times like that where it emphatically makes a statement about the number 20 in the Bible. And God uses it over and over. And there are certain numbers that you see like threes and sevens and 12 that God used them over 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 and over and 20 is one of them. And no one in here has ever had a 20 in his life before. You you weren't here in 1920. And it took a hundred years to get to where we are right now. But God speaks oftentimes in numbers. Uh, The Word of God obviously uh, is easy to see that if you begin to study it and understand. I'm not talking about goofy numerology now. I'm talking about understanding because there's always counterfeit to what's real. But you'll find in the Scripture oftentimes how God will define something And he will cause it to become illuminated with a number. Uh, Jacob served his father-in-law Laban. He served him for 20 years. And he had a promise that belonged to him that he should have gotten in about seven days. But instead, there was a roadblock. There was a hindrance. There was an obstacle that came up. But at the end of 20 years, the Bible says, God told him, open your mouth and declare it say it and he got his wife he got all of his possessions and he became the wealthiest man in the land overnight 20 years of promises came to pass in one year I hear the Holy Ghost saying to the men and women of Abundant Life Christian Center as a prophetic voice to this house that you should expect the fulfillment of things in 2020 that have been blocked and hindered if you will declare the promise that God has said to you. I easily remember in 1999 and in the year 2000, when God began to give that powerful prophetic word about that millennial generational move, not dispensation, a generation, a generational move. And then that move began to get blocked from what I could see in my spirit, it began to get blocked. It got blocked because of bad doctrines. It got blocked because of compromise. It got blocked on unscriptural teaching on salvation, on grace, on faith, on divine prosperity. That's all it took was just something that just kind of twisted it a little bit. And it stopped that, that move where the Holy Spirit And the power and the goodness of God was being seen, manifested like that. But that was 20 years ago. And the Holy Ghost is saying in 2020, expect 20 years of prophecies to begin to come to pass in your life. (laughs) Begin to expect to see those in your life manifest. Some people are going to receive this and they're going to get it. Listen to me, in the Bible, 20 times, everybody shout 20. Twenty times God speaks in the Bible through dreams. Twenty twenty is a year of dreams and visions. God says in Acts chapter two and Joel two that He will speak to His sons and daughters in dreams and in visions. Fifteen times it's in the Old Testament. Five times it's in the New Testament. And all five of the times in the New Testament, in the New, where you see that you see it when God is speaking to reveal direction, protection, and provision uh, and instruction about relationship to Jesus Christ. All five of them. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe in the body of Christ, much less at Abundant Life Christian Center, we will see the power and the glory of God in dreams God spoke to Solomon in the Old Testament in a dream just as a young man spoke to him in a dream said I'll give you anything you want just say it just tell it what do you want I'll give you anything you want just like that God said I'll give you anything you want I believe God is opening up the hearts of the body of Christ in a season that we are moving into 2020 is a powerful season it's a season, though, where the mouth has to be open to declare the goodness of God, the praises of God, the glory of God. The Bible says God goes up with a shout and the, the, uh, the Lord with the voice of a trumpet. Those are not just symbolic things. We have to learn to open our mouth and magnify the Lord. Oh, we don't have any problem opening up our mouth, but when it comes to God, so many times we've become taught through tradition and and through uh, maybe the, the fear of, of the loss of peer respect or something like that, that we're not going to magnify the Lord with our whole heart. But we don't have any problem magnifying the Houston Texans. I like the Texans too. We don't have any problem magnifying the Rockets. I like the Rockets. And I dearly, in a natural way, love the Astros. But listen to me. None of that's higher than my praise for God. You forget it. I'm going to magnify the Lord with all of my heart, all of my soul, all of my being. Come on, that's what we do at Abundant Life. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. God showed Gideon's enemy in a dream about a barley wheel. And then interpreted it for him, said, This is nothing but, this has got to be, this has got to be Gideon. So we better leave that guy alone. God said that in a dream to his enemy. I believe in Jesus' name, there will be men and women who will have dreams and visions, who hell has positioned them to try to hurt your life some way, but God is going to turn their heart around, and they're going to see the will of God, and instead of hurting you, the favor of God will come upon you. Glory to God. I received that for myself. The Spirit of the Lord began to make this illuminate to me in the Scriptures in 1 Kings. Listen to what I'm telling you. Solomon built two houses. He first built the house of the Lord. It took him seven years to do it. And then as soon as he did that, he started on his own house. And the Bible says it took 13 years to build his he built two houses. It took 20 years. And the and God blessed him. He became the wealthiest man in the world and the wisest man in the world. Not the most perfect person, but he had wisdom and he had wealth and he had long life. And I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying that in 2020, if you and I will pursue God and first magnify His house, He is going to bless our house and I believe we will see that favor, that prosperity, that increase. There has to be an expectation. But you got to open your mouth. You've got to believe the word of God. Lift your hands up to the Lord, would you, church? And just begin to claim that for yourself. God, let that anointing be in our houses today. Let it be in our families today. Let it be in our businesses today. God, let your... Let your power to speak in dreams and visions. Lord, just like you did to Abimelech, let that speak, God. Speak and show even in dreams to leave Sarah alone. Lord, cause the enemy to turn from our families. Cause the enemies. Lord, to to make peace. I keep hearing that in my spirit for some people right now. Guard what you say. Don't be hating on anybody. No, 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 no. You just pray and you say, God, let the season I'm in be maximized for your glory. Let it be maximized. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Jesus, let this anointing be in this house I thank you, Father, that 2020 is a year of supernatural empowerment. It's a year of the manifestation of the Holy Ghost. The manifestation. The manifestation. The children of Israel waited for 20 years to be free from that wicked King Jabin. And after 20 years, it happened. And they received their inheritance and entered into the blessing. There are things, I'm telling you, for 20 years that we just see bits and pieces of them come to pass. And the enemy has worked overtime against the body of Christ. But this is a different year right here because there are elements of the body of Christ and we just have to be part of that that will not close our mouths. But we'll speak and declare the goodness and the glory and the anointings of God. And expect to see that. Listen, it's not just what you know. It's what you know and what you say. Amen. The kingdom of God says, the Bible says it like this. In the kingdom, if you believe in your heart, you know it. But then you confess it with your mouth. You say it. You release That's how you got saved. That's how you came into the kingdom. That was the doorway into the kingdom of God. When you believed on Jesus, but then you had to say it. Then you had to say it. Speaking of continually holding fast that confession, that's what that says. You believe it and you say it. You maintain it. That's my cause. So regardless of what you do in life or where you're, position in age and life is right now the kingdom of God is the same and we are to declare the word of God continually continually 2020 is a powerful time I'm just going to share a few more of these things that I believe God is putting in my spirit does anybody got this come on can anybody see this in your spirit right now Samson was an interesting man, the Bible says, which is very interesting, with all of his highs and lows, he definitely had a friend in high places, and he judged Israel for 20 years, that's what the Bible says, he judged Israel for 20 years, and God gave him a great reward. He got a great reward. I know he went through a big battle and and maybe part of it was self-inflicted. I don't want to get into his story. I'm just talking about God in a 20-year period of time took him from the highest position. He wound up in the lowest position and then God brought him and gave him a great position in a 20-year period of time. He was one of the judges of Israel. If he would have judged them accurately, David would have never had to kill Goliath because Samson was equipped by God to kill the giants. But that's that's another message. The point is, at the end, God restored it all back. Some things that you've been believing God for, you might have missed it all along the way. But if you make that decision that you're going to magnify the Lord, especially in the right season... Just get ready. God is going to restore your reward to you. Oh, hallelujah. What you've been believing for. That's going to come in. Some of you have been praying over your businesses. You've been praying over your families. You pray over your own health and your own body. You're praying for the nation. Uh, Can I just say that God is restoring our nation today? Oh, there's a powerful move of restoration. There's some people that are politically blind, and that's all they see is politics. But I get politics out of it. Understand God is restoring back, not political positions, but constitutional positions that the body of Christ had and the freedom to speak and to live on a biblically moral code without it being illegal. Forget the politics. Understand the spiritual thing that God is doing in this day we, we're living in right now. I fully believe in my spirit that that Donald Trump will repeat as president. Not because I like Donald Trump, but because he's made a decision to maintain the Christian cause. And he's the first president to ever keep his word in that so far. And we're going to hold him to it. So I believe prophetically, that season that we're in, Now that will change. I think it's very powerful in the scripture that the number 24 is in the Bible 20 times. I'm not talking about verse 24, verse 24. I'm talking about the number 24. And when you see it in the scripture, it always deals somehow with with authority. It deals with the priesthood. In heaven, there are 24 elders around the throne who help... Uh, rule uh, and judge in the kingdom of God, the scripture says in the book of Revelation. You begin to see that. And I believe in, in the year 2024, I believe God's telling us in the year 20 that there is going to be a total overhaul and a change of things that will take place in our nation so the body of Christ will be positioned to not ever have to put their hand on their mouth again legally in our lifetime. It's going to take a little while, but we're getting there right now. You go across the border, if you preach the Bible, you can be put in prison for life in Canada. In Canada. You go to France, you preach the scripture on morality, and there can be a death sentence for preaching the scripture on morality. In a nation that used to be a Christian nation, and our nation was headed that direction. But God is turning some things around because the body of Christ stopped just looking with our eyes and we started saying something with our mouth. Oh my. God, give us spiritual eyes. 2020. I go to our, my doctor, my doctor, my eye doctor. You know, I've had six or seven eye surgeries since I've been the pastor of this great church. And I'll go to the doctor and he'll say, What do you see up there? Read that line right there. And he'll say, oh, That's amazing. You got 2020 vision. And I'm able to see 2020 in, in that right setting. Which is a great blessing to be able to say that. I believe spiritually speaking, the Holy Ghost is giving us 2020 vision. But that vision is that we can see the plan of God the promises of God, the prophecies of God, we can see what is of God and what is not of God and then be willing to declare it and expect to receive it in 2020. Oh, hallelujah. I know 2019's been good. I can look at you and tell it's been good, but the half has never yet been told. God has so much more. In my spirit, Joel chapter 2 and Acts chapter 2, the Holy Ghost began to talk to me. He said, you'll see it in 2020. There have been 20 years of prophetic things that have come forth out of this pulpit and gone around the world. And they are powerful things. They are good things. The Apostle Paul said more than once something like this. I would have come to you. I would have brought that word to you, but Satan hindered me. But then he would say, but just hang on because I'm almost there. I'm about to be there right now. And then, of course, he fulfilled those things. You see them in 1 Corinthians and in other places in the Scripture. Now listen. There are promises that you know you've got in your spirit that were from God. And I believe the Holy Ghost is saying in 2020, if you'll maintain who you are in Christ and not compromise and don't back off, But speak the Word and the Spirit of God. You will see, many of you will see 20 years worth of fulfillment in one year. Joel chapter 2, 24 says that in the same year, I will cause that anointing to come upon you and you will declare it. You'll receive it. I'll restore unto you what the palmer worm, the caterpillar, the locust, the canker worm, all of those things have tried to eat away at, God says, I will restore in the same year. In the same year. Come on, somebody shout hallelujah. Now look, we either are listening or we're receiving that today. If we're only listening then I'm gonna ask you to just tilt your receiver in the spirit a little bit. And instead of just listening, let's start receiving. Oh, and declaring that and getting it for ourselves today. And holding fast the the confession of our faith, the Bible says, without wavering. This isn't Tuesday night, so I, I can't turn loose on all of this right now because you won't get home until next year if I do. I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost is in this right now. When Solomon built those houses, he took 20 years to build them. The Bible says that God sent him a guy named Hiram of Tyre to work with him. And after he spent seven years as the chief architect of the temple, the house of God, and then he built Solomon, a house like that, that took 13 years, that was fascinating. The Bible says, somebody ought to get this in their spirit. Maybe this is just for me. The Bible says that Solomon blessed Hiram of Tyre and gave him 20 cities in Galilee. He gave him 20 cities, the scripture says. Oh my goodness. Ooh, Jesus, I receive that right now. Oh, glory to God. Come on, lift your hands and just ask how God, because you're faithful in your house and you're faithful in the house of God. How will that be coming back into your life? He got 20 cities. I'm a preacher of righteousness and holiness and a teacher of the word. I believe there are 20 cities that God will give us impact and major effect in. Some in this nation and some in other countries. I've been to about 30 nations and preached there. I think 31, if I'm not mistaken. And preach the gospel there. But I don't feel called to every nation like that. But there are places where God calls you. And I believe this church, because where I go, this church goes. And where this church goes, we go. Come on, shout hallelujah. It's very important that we're not people who are distracted. People that are distracted. In Matthew chapter 13, one of the great scriptures in the Bible, Jesus teaches one of his parables on the kingdom of God. He said the kingdom of God is like a man who sows in a field. And the scripture says that while he slept, during sleeping being the process of day and night, while he slept, the Bible says that an enemy came, enemies sowed tares in that same field. I'm not sure who the men were who were sleeping. Maybe they're the ones who were supposed to have been on guard. But it says, but while men slept, His enemy came and sowed tares. The problem with tares is they look a whole lot like wheat. And the Holy Ghost said it in my spirit. There are men and women in this church that have had the wheat of the Word of God in your life and something that kind of looks and sounds like it may be of God is a tear, And it's trying to destroy that feel that God is growing on the inside of you. And so the Bible says that that his friends came to him and said, there's tares in the field. And he said again, well, they've come and they have, they've sown tares. My enemies have sown tares. You got to understand, a tear looks like the word of God, but it's not the word of God. It can grow, it can produce, but it's not something that you sow in your field. It's something that you try to avoid being in your field. But then you can't really tell what it is until it gets, it looks exactly like wheat. Until it gets to a mature, almost a mature age and it begins to put on that top, that head to it. Then you know the difference in the wheat and the tare. And so th- the friends said, You want us to go and tear all of that tear out of the field. And at that point, the master of the field said, No, harvest is almost here. And God will separate that at harvest. Listen, I know there are people in here right now that in 2019, you sowed wheat. But your adversary somehow or another got some tear in there. And listen, I don't care how sweet they are when they come with terror. They're your enemy. That's in red and white in your Bible. That's what Jesus said. I don't care how much they look good nor anything else. If they're trying in any way to pollute the field that you have been involved in, uproot you, hurt you in your field, that's called a tear. And the fruit ultimately shows up. It may take a little while. But what the Lord said to do, the master of the field, he said, So is the kingdom of God. He said, That's how the kingdom operates. Uh, the, the scripture says, Instead of those guys saying, Well, I quit, I'm going to jump up and go get another field over here. They said, You want us to tear that out of that field? And in wisdom, he said, No, the timing of it wouldn't work, it would hurt the fruit. I know there have been many times just as a pastor when my flesh wanted to rise up and just go do something, but I knew it would hurt the fruit if I did it. So I just prayed and then try to steer things correctly under the hand of the Lord because it's important that every man and woman, it's important to me as a pastor, and it's important to God that every man and woman who's planted in this field bear godly fruit yes, kingdom fruit don't let terror get in your life do you know how many times I've had men of God come to me and say oh you ought you to be in downtown Houston you ought to be here you ought to be there. you ought not be in Lamarck Texas I'm not saying we won't start churches in those areas I said no but this is my field yes. This is the field. This is where God told me to be. And I'd have to get a word from God. Amen. 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 So I appreciate their, their confidence and all of those wonderful things like that. But many times prophecy is vicarious. Someone else trying to bolster their self or empower their self by telling you to do what they think they should, should or would have done. That's not necessarily a word from God. You got to open your mouth. You got to magnify the Lord and you got to recognize the difference in a tare and a, and a seed. T-A-R-E, tear. It's a weed of some kind, basically. And it's something that pulls the, the energy out of the ground. And it can affect the wheat. But it's very important for you in your life that you stick with the Word of God, stay planted where God has planted you, and refuse to be distracted by what the Bible calls the beggarly elements of this world. Too many people make decisions based upon a busted economic system called mammon. And we all live in the, uh, in the world, and so we operate financially. But our decisions are not made because of mammon, our decisions are made because of the will of God. And then the scripture says, instead of us serving mammon, it becomes a servant to us to do the will of God and to be a blessing in our families. Come on, somebody shout hallelujah. I believe 2019 is your year of having a harvest and that God will give you wisdom And will give you awareness that you never fall asleep so the enemy can actually sow something. There are plenty of enemies. Jesus said, That's how the kingdom of God operates. He said, The kingdom that's in you has enemies. There are sexual enemies, there are financial enemies, there are social enemies, there can even be family enemies. God knows there are religious enemies. Don't let them sow into your life. Don't go to sleep when it comes to the kingdom of God. You are a field that is supposed to bring forth fruit and harvest. I believe every man and woman in here this year, as we open our mouth, I believe in Jesus' name that every person will be soul winners in here, Every person will have miracles, signs, and wonders working in their life. Yeah. And where you have sown in 2019, I believe you will have the 2020 blessings, the double. Yeah. Come on, somebody shout double. Come on, Isaiah 61 says, everywhere the enemy has tried to attack you, God will give you double. But he's talking about someone there who put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. He's talking about someone who received the oil of gladness during mourning. That's what, that's what happens before for every attack against your life. King James uses the word shame. Everywhere hell tried to shame you, God says, I'll give you double. Woo, glory to God. But he's talking about someone who maintained their self in those times. I don't know about you, but for me and my house, I'm going to praise the Lord. Amen. Come on, I'm going to magnify the Lord. Come on, get it in your spirit today. You're going to magnify the Lord today. Oh, glory to God. I went to see sweet little Miss Joanne the other day in the hospital. And this church is just wonderfully beautiful. Uh, taking care of her and been there with her. Many people have and their care and ministry. God bless you for all of that. She's a staff member and, and she's been on staff here with us for quite a long time and she's just, a, she's a special woman and a praying woman. I thought, man, she's a strong saint. Maybe I'm a good pastor. I don't even know. Amen. I walked in that room and the presence of God was in that room. And she was coming out of those strokes or not strokes, excuse me. Yeah, strokes, it's actually what they were. And some, some issues that she had had with her heart. And, and I know she's getting on up in age a little bit and stuff like that. But look, there's nothing wrong with getting old. I didn't call her old. I'm going to tell her that. You'll find out how much life she's got. There's nothing wrong with getting old. We're just going to believe God to get old healthy. I walked in there and I said, Sister Joanne, gave her a kiss on the forehead. I said, Sister Joanne, tell me how you, how you feel. What do you have to say today? She said something like, well, I know God's healing me. I know He's healing my body. I know He's healing me right now. I said, well, we can work with that. We can work with that. And we all just got an agreement there and continue to pray, and every day she's getting better right now. And I bless the Lord for that. Hallelujah. You may go through a battle sometime in life, and it, and it probably should have took you out in the natural, but God was there. Come on, but the kingdom of God is bigger in you than the kingdom of this world. And that weapon that was formed against you didn't prosper. Hallelujah. We have got to speak the word of God in an unprecedented manner. When God began to, after 20 years, set men free and bring their answers that, to, to pass that prophetically were spoken in the Bible... When that took place, every time it was with signs and wonders. We're we're coming into that season, Rick, where people will hear the voice of God and then not just hear it, but begin to declare it themselves. I'm talking about Christians, laymen, people that that carry that anointing in their life. They'll recognize the difference in a word that is a tear, Versus a word that is a seed from God. Because oftentimes you don't see the result until the end. And people sedate their own anointing and their own unctions. They sedate them with the process and suddenly it gets to the end and they want to blame God. And all the time the Holy Spirit's been talking to them. Well, I believe in Jesus' name we're going to have ears to hear and eyes to see what the Spirit of God is saying. Come on, clap your hands to the Lord right there, church. Get it in your spirit today. Get it strong in your inner, inner man. Get it real strong in you. One of the great teachings in the Word of God is when the Ark of the Covenant, the Philistines had taken it. They kept it about seven weeks and man, they, they, they got way messed up. You go read that in the scriptures. I mean, these guys got attacked with them. Y'all want me to tell you what it says in the Bible? They got attacked with hemorrhoids so bad that they couldn't even walk. And God said, You better leave the ark alone. The scripture says they put that thing on a cart and got a cow and pointed it that direction. I can see those guys trying to bring a cow over here. Hurry up, get that cow. My God, I hope we don't have to fight during this time. And that cow took that ark back to Israel. Back to the Jews. And and the Bible says it stayed in a guy's house. Listen to me. Or it stayed in that city. uh, kerjath Jerem, I think was the name of it. It stayed in that city. Listen, for 20 years. The ark just stayed there for 20 years. And then one day God said, let the cat out of the bag. Come on, David, get with this thing. Open it up. Let the glory, let the anointing, let the plan of God begin to manifest. I believe that you and I, by the grace of God, in the past 20 years, have helped carry the ark of God. The ark is the presence of the Lord. It's the covenant of God. It's the promises of God to you and me today it's not just a box no 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 your spirit man has those promises the tablets a piece of the tablets were in there Moses's tablets were in it that almond rod that budded was in it that's, that's, that's a fruitful thing that come forth now listen it's important to get that in your spirit but there comes a time when God says get it out of that house And get it out there so the glory will begin to flow. And I hear the Holy Spirit saying that to every man and woman here. What you and I have had the honor and the glory of God and the goodness, and we have wonderful church services and ministries in the house of God, but the half has not been told yet. I believe what God has put inside of us as a church is not just for us locally, but we are to take that And we are to put it out into the world every way we can. Come on, somebody shout, speak it. it. Come on, say it again, speak it. it. It's very important, church, that you witness to people, that you tell them of the goodness of God. Bring them to church with you. Share the gospel with you. Glory to God. It's powerful when you begin to see it all through the scriptures. How that anointing that anointing happened, and it's defined many times. It had to do with the fulfillment of prophecy. It has to do with the declaring of prophecy. Now listen, it has to do with deliverance. 20 does. And it has to do with bringing forth the blessings of God in your life that have been restricted for some reason, even if it was your fault. Maybe because of disobedience some way. If it was restricting the goodness of God and the promises of God and the prophetic word of God in your life from coming to pass, God says, but you're in a new season. You come into that season, you come in that time, you begin to magnify God. You take those eyes and you recognize spiritually the difference in tear and wheat and you get ready for harvest. And like they did in the Bible, believe God to restore. To restore. To restore. For 18 months, I've preached almost two years now. I've preached on restoration. I had the privilege of preaching that that word that God's given me on restoration down in in, uh, Columbia the other day. And it became a word for the nation. And they took that message. After the president spoke, the president of the nation spoke, they took my message and put it on national TV all over the entire nation about restoration in this season. Hallelujah. God knows how to get the word out if we will open our mouth. If we open our mouth, God will get it into your house. He gets it into your life. Pastor Josh a minute ago said, you've been believing God for things this year. Let's believe God to receive that before the end of this year. I fully agree. And I say in Jesus' name, we expect in 2020 restoration of all things. Let me take that and just say it like this because 2020 opens up a decade. It's opening up an entire decade. It's a unique time for us. And I believe that everything that hell has tried to steal from you in the past 20 years, that's two decades. God's gonna restore it going forward, starting right now. I think we ought to sing that beautiful chorus one more time that you did just a moment ago, if you would. Glory to God. Did God just give you that word? Sing it if you would.
1: For the Lord is good For the Lord is good For the Lord is good And His mercy endureth forever For the Lord is good For the Lord is good For the Lord Good for the Lord is good, for the Lord is good, and his mercy endureth forever. For For the Lord is good, for the Lord is good, for the Lord. The church. For, the for the Lord, Lord is good, good. For, for the Lord, Lord is, good. is good And his mercy endureth forever me. for
0: of the things I see in in the book of Hebrews in the New Testament and I just think this is powerful and I'll share them maybe with you Tuesday night but there are 20, somebody shout 20 there are 20 names and titles for Jesus in the book of Hebrews 20 oh my goodness I believe God is trying to say, see Jesus in everything. See him in everything. He's our provider. He's our healer. He's our righteousness. He's our peace. He's our joy. He's our savior. He's our Lord. He's our king. He's our resurrection, the Bible says. We got to see him in that. Can you stand to your feet and just lift your hands and just worship the Lord with it one more time? And just see Jesus in everything. For the Lord is good, for the Lord is good, for the Lord
1: is good, and His mercy endureth forever. For the Lord is good, church father love
0: there's some things very powerful prophetically I believe God has given me about the nation and about things that will be taking place in 2020 there are ways that we'll see the the anointing of God that begins to bring 20 years of prayer the enemy tried to come in like a flood at the beginning of this generation 99 how many of you remember 1999 how many of you remember Y2K that was Y2K was a whole smokescreen of fear maybe I can speak a little bit about that spiritually if you understood what took place with that Y2K that's why I wouldn't buy into it a bit from day one I publicly said Y2K is a hoax it is not right. It is a lie. You can't tell me that out here at NASA, they can't fast forward a computer to tell me if it's going to shut down when it goes into the year 2000. I'll never forget. One of our churches over in, in Australia called me and said, uh, hey, it's the year 2000 and we're still here. <laughs> 18 hours before they called us here. you know, I mean, before it got here, about 18 hours. Oh, hallelujah. Did you know people got mad and quit the church during 99 because I don't have the gift of freaking out? I don't have the gift of panic. I don't. I've I've died twice. The devil can't threaten me with going to heaven. Hallelujah. Thank God for Jesus. Glory to God. I know God is bigger than anything that tries to come. And we love every person whether they quit the church or not. We love them. It don't make any difference. That's not the issue. We need to have have wisdom in those kind of things. We need to open our eyes, open our spirit, open our understanding according to the word. I believe this year being a powerful year, if you say, Pastor, I have sown prayer, fellowship, relationship, money, Time, I've sown forgiveness, repentance, and the enemy has tried to stop the blessing that I see belongs to me. Not because we're talking about just a quid pro quo of some kind. No, we're talking, there's there's a targeted word, huh? But we're talking about, I'm obeying the word of God to the best of my understanding. And there's some hindrances that are going right there. Listen to me. Oftentimes the enemy to your soul will try to sow a tear to try to limit your harvest. But God says, just get ready. The season of harvest is upon you. God knows how to release that blessing in your life. I hope this is getting into somebody's spirit today. He said, that's how the kingdom of God operates. And you and I are part of that kingdom. If you say, Pastor, I've sown in my life. And I know God's been good to you, but there's some things that you believe in your spirit. I don't mind telling you there's some things I believe in my spirit were supposed to happen in 99 and I believe in God they will before January 1. There's several things. And there's a, there's a battle in the spirit for it and God gave me an understanding about how the tares get sown and try to block the harvest. He said that's how it works in the kingdom of God so be wise about it. The Lord said that to me. Listen to me. If you say that's some some things like that have been working in my life, I see it now and I understand it. If that's you, and look, you don't have to do this for me. You don't have to stroke my ego for anything. But if God is talking to you about that right now, would you just lift your hand and let me see you? And and God's giving you recognition. He's giving you understanding in that. Glory to God. Church, lift your hand to the Lord right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, for every man and woman who just raised that hand, that hindrance, that blockage is there. But God, I thank you that the tares have been spotted. They have been recognized and we call a tear a tear, And we call wheat wheat. Holy Spirit, let the seeds of righteousness begin to produce and let the harvesters of your kingdom joy and your kingdom blessing. Father let them begin to bring forth health and healing and and restitution and restoration. I thank you Father for full harvest. For full harvest. Lord we'll not let the enemies uproot us. No, 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 no. We'll open our mouth. We'll not go to sleep. We'll declare. We'll broadcast. It's our time. It's our season. Father, I pray that your heart will never be grieved because we do not recognize the time of visitation. We say that's on us right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you that harvest is upon us now. That every man and woman understands harvest is there now. Help me as a pastor to get that into the body of this church. Help me, Holy Spirit. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord for the lord is
1: good for the lord is good for For the lord Lord is good and his mercy endureth forever oh the lord is good
0: for the lord is good can you lift your voice Think about what God has done for you just in the last 12 months. Now you see the tear, and it's not going to hurt your harvest. Because you're declaring it with your mouth. You're moving into that season. Thank you, Jesus. For the Lord is good. For the Lord is good, and His mercy endureth forever.
1: Oh, the Lord is good. Yes, the Lord is good. Oh, the Lord is good. Mercy endureth forever. For the Lord is good. For the Lord is good. For the
0: Lord is good and his mercy endureth forever. When you were born, God put two qualities inside of you that had to be taught out of you or else they're in you. One of them was spontaneity, the ability to just respond. The second one is fearlessness. Every child is born fearless. And then they begin to get indoctrinated in fear. Every child is born. That's why little, little what's those little grandkids and your children? They'll stand right up there on that stage and you can stand right over there and they'll just jump. They'll just jump. They, they, they just jump. I mean, you better be there to catch him. Josh better catch him, because if not, Catherine will have to whoop him, you know, or something, you know. Y'all know the routine. There's a fearlessness in a child. When you were born again, and you became a new creation in Christ, there's a spiritual fearlessness that gets inside of you. This is Walter Hallam, and I want to thank you for listening today and just receiving that good word of God that you've gotten off of this podcast. You know, bringing a podcast to you, it's free to you, but it costs to take the gospel of Jesus to the world. You can be a partner. You can help support. Uh, men and women, I've found, are so generous when the word of God is coming into their life they want to help take that gospel to someone else. You can text to give today to 832-981-1601. And you can give any support, any amount, and it will be a great blessing. And it will help take the gospel of Jesus uh, to someone else. We'll go the next day and the next day. So text to give today, 832-981-1601. And I want to thank you in advance, because without you and with others who support, It would be so difficult for us to get the good news of Jesus Christ into this great generation. Do your part today. Thanks for helping. I love you. I can't wait to see you on the next podcast.